Welcome to the Rams Writer Podcast. Tight angle, cross to Pearson, Pearson scores! Stephen Pearson scores for Derby County! Wisdom, it's right! For Scythe, heads on goal. It's looping. It's yeah! in! <laughs> it's, it's Craig for Scythe with a looping header at the back post. Sibley shoots across goal. Yeah! He scored! Louis Sibley in the 90th minute. The goal we wanted has come. Hello and welcome back to the Ramsrider podcast. Simon Long and Chris Holt here as always, here to discuss Derby County news, topics and all that. Well, actually, we're not. We are, but we're not. So I put a, basically a message out on TikTok saying, right, guys, let's ask us some questions and we'll answer them all on the next show. And the response has been insane. Over, I think it's about over 25 questions that have been asked. So it's going to be a big show, a lot of talking points. Um, Chris, good evening, mate. Are you ready? <laughs> Are we good? Good evening, Simon. I'm good. I'm good. You're looking well, mate. You're looking slim and fine. You know, it's already six o'clock. It's already six o'clock training uh, at the gym and all these fancy videos I keep making and putting on Instagram and TikTok and that you keep on taking the piss out of me for. You're just jealous. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I'm totally, totally. But I, I still keep taking the rip. Well, you wouldn't be you if you if you didn't do that, would you? <laughs> I, I won't repeat what I call you on air, but uh, it, end, it ends in anchor. Oh, does it? Yes, this is very true. There's been worse. There's been worse, not to mention. So, anyway, um, Derby County then. Obviously, we've had some signings in, which we will talk about. Um, the most the most recent one then is, today is Curtis Nelson. Um, another freebie. Uh, is he centre-back? Centre-back? Yeah, no, yeah, centre back, isn't he? From um, yes, centre back, come from Hull, thirty-year-old, two-year deal. Good signing, Chris. Uh, consistent again. Um, looking at all the signings that have been made, and no doubt we'll touch on them. He, uh, he's a. I was saying to a friend of mine, we need eight or nine, seven out of ten guys mm. in that team who are consistent and steady, no frills necessities just do what we need to do and let's move on and I think that he's another seven out of ten guy he's got good experience um never played at a club as big as ours started off his career at Plymouth and then went to Oxford and then Cardiff and then obviously it ended up I think I think it was he on was he on loan at Blackpool I think he was awesome, I, think yeah, he had, sure. I think I think he was a Cardiff player um so yeah um let's see Let's see. I'm, my only concern is, I said to you today, I'm happy they've only given him a two-year deal. He's over the threshold again, isn't he? We're, he's, yeah, been, yeah. he's been piping on about this threshold of 25 to 28 or 23 to 28, I think it was, mm. of, of, of hitting that target and getting that prime player in. And lo and behold, we signed a centre-half at 30. Well, but I would imagine that the stats prove me wrong and this guy's uh, got a good engine. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just go over over the transfers. Obviously, everybody would have known by now. So, Josh Vickers is coming on a free. Uh, he was 
second string goalkeeper at uh, Rotherham. So obviously Paul Warren knows him. However, having said that, um, our friends at Rams Review have got a bit of an insight on him, which I've seen and read. Very um, good. And they would, you know, and the, the person, obviously the guy that they spoke to is from, obviously is a Rotherham fan, Rotherham podcaster. Um, and they and he said that he'd probably, be the, if he can stay fit, he'd be the best keeper in League One, which is good. We said, we both said Joe, uh, Joe Wildsmith needed competition. It looks like he's got it. So I'm happy with that signing. Uh, Joe Ward from Peterborough, winger. Um, now, I felt against when when we play Peterborough, especially at their place, in fairness, before the podcast before, I did say he would cause us problems, and he did. And it's a square peg in a square hole. You know, uh, Ward wants to play wingers or, or wingbacks. Ward can play that role. So, again, another one I'm I'm quite happy about. 28 as well. So he's got obviously League One experience. I think he's been promoted from League One as well with uh, Peterborough. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, so to Curtis Nelson, we've just touched on. And the last one, uh, Callum Elder from another freebie, this time from Hull International, left back. Again, someone that's won promotion from League One twice. Again, another solid signing, I feel. I, I think. So far, we're seeing what we're getting. What I what I'm feeling at the minute, though, we're getting all the freebies in first. I think I think that we we, we look we were looking at the free list and go right. This is who we want. Bearing in mind, actually, I said actually a couple of podcasts ago, I'm not really interested in the freebies because you know there's a reason they're free. But at the end of the day, I I I think I'm I, I overlooked uh, Joe Ward to be honest if I'd, I'd, I didn't really sort of when I was scanning through I didn't really take notice of him I, I wouldn't have thought he would have been free but I think we're just we, we've got to bring numbers in I, I've seen uh, Natalie Jackson on um, the, the BBC's Midlands reporter say today that the, the, it would be double figures in the amount of numbers that will come through the door again so we are building a big squad again which again we touched on last time that we need to and are we, do you think we're going the right way about it yeah, I'm, I'm, he's gone for steady edits, hasn't he, for the first four signings. I think the goalkeeper is the interesting one because I got the same feedback from a couple of Robin friends I know that if he's fit, he is a very, very good goalkeeper. If he is yeah. to keep him fit because he lost his place because of injury, I think mm. twice in his career and never quite got that back and that's always the danger of being a goalkeeper yeah yeah. That, uh, once you lose your place due to injury if there's a consistency that, that replaces you it's very hard to get back into that number one spot but I think that Joe Wildsmith as good as he was last year was never forewarn signing ultimately it was never the goalkeeping coach's signing was he and this guy has played twice previously as a goalkeeping coach um Interesting thing as well about the four that he signed is all, all of them, I think, have won at least one promotion. I think they've all actually won two. Right, okay. Um, I didn't realise that. Well, Elder, Elder won promotion, didn't he? Um, in the past, I'm trying to think why it was, but he definitely won a promotion. One Joe was Ward definitely with Hull, weren't it? I'm sure yeah, it was. Yeah, Joe Ward definitely has with Peterborough, uh, because as with Rotherham and Nelson, I think he's done it twice with uh, a couple of clubs. So, yeah. You're right. I think he's brought in steady Eddie's coming in. They fill round pegs, or they're round pegs that fill round holes. And now comes the uh, 
premium, shall we say, I think will follow. <laughs> I hope so. I definitely hope so. Right. So then, um, as I said, a lot, lot of questions and comments on um, TikTok, obviously. And it's, I know, obviously, we, we, there's transfers. There's going to be a lot more uh, I, from the sounds of things. But I just felt that, obviously, you know, when I started this podcast, it was about talking about what the fans want to talk about. So TikTok has produced. So the first one, then, I'm going to go for um, is from Harry. <clears throat> Harry29 underscore. And he says, top 10 players from the last 10 years. Now, Chris, what I think we'll do on this one, because obviously this is the... I'm going to do this from 2000, that, that 13, 14 promotion or almost promotion winning season. We'll go from there, um, obviously up until last season. But I think what we'll do, we'll do a best 11 from them 10 years. Okay. So I think, I think goalkeeper, I think there's only one really that can nail that down. I think that's Scott Carson. Okay. You don't look convinced on that. Um, I thought well, it's, I, Lee, think it's got, I, I think it's got to be sure he's got to be between Carson and Grant yeah I was going to say Lee Grant in that final year was, was very good mm. I think well, I'll go with Carson I'll go with Carson I agree with you for consistency and for consistency yeah yeah he, 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 he was he was second to none I'll let you go left back then left back so you're looking at likes of Forsyth Marcus Olsen mm. Uh, I, th I think I think you've Scott, got to... Scott Malone, Ashley Cole. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to go with a, a fit Craig Forsyth. I think yeah. when he when he came into the left back slot in his prime, uh, we're talking 13, 14, 14, 15, uh, um, before he got injured, he was excellent. And yeah. his distribution, his crossing was 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 sublime. So yeah, Craig Forsyth. So I'll go for a centre back then. Lot to pick. Lot to pick. It's a tough one. There's what I can't. I'm not going to put Keo in. Not going to put Buxton in. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna let you because I think I know who you're gonna pick. So I'm gonna put Tamori in there. Oh, that's a great choice. And if you're saying best players, Tamori, if you look where he is now, is definitely one of our best players we've had there. So I'm gonna put Tamori as, as a centre back. Who you well, going I'm going to put Curtis Davis next to I, I knew you would. I thought you would. That's why I thought I'm going to let him do it. It's got to be you've got. You've got to. You've got to. You know, most consistent player probably in, in, in the five or six years he was with us, you know, bar the injury, of course. I don't think anyone else was as consistent as him. No, without doubt. Right back then. Oh, we are going four three three since that seems to be our most common thing. I'm trying to think of right backs we've had. Obviously, Andre Wisdom, Cyrus Christie, Lad that went Sheffield United. Oh yeah, Bogle, who was excellent that season. Chris Baird, very good. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm struggling here. I tell you, well, I, I might have to go with Bogle. You know. I just think I, I, I kind of want to put wisdom in, but I feel he only really had one good season with us. I know he then came back, but I just don't think he was as good when he came back. So I'm I, gonna, agree, I agree with him. I'm trying to think. Yeah, and Bogle was in that Lampard side when he. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, going to go with Bogle at right back. 
Yeah, he, he, that season he was phenomenal, wasn't he? He was absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah. Good choice. Uh, yeah. So midfielder, the holding midfielder, Chris. John Eustace. Ooh. Not who I expected. Actually, uh, me personally, he was on my, I was thinking about this earlier on. I was thinking, who would I go for? The guy, the guy was so underrated of the work that he did. For me, it was between him and George Thorne. Yeah, Thorne, Thorne was great, but, but you've yeah. got to look at the you've got to look at the consistency. Mm. George was good in that heyday team, mm. but I just thought that Eustace was just a general. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, right then. So next midfielder, I'm going to go Mason Mount. Easy. Is that on the left or on the right? Either or. Yeah. And we're going four three three. Did you say? Yes. Yeah, so you got one more attacking midfielder. You got this. This is a tough one. The players we've had in that midfield: Bryson, Hughes, Hendon, yeah, just that yeah. thirteen fourteen team. Yeah. Well, you look I'll go, then. I'll, I'll go in for Will Hughes. Oh, what can you imagine that as a midfield now? If Hughes and Mount, I still believe that Will Hughes will be back at some point. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I think he'll do a Disney. Mm, possibly. Um, right, I'm going to go left wing then. Harry Wilson's got to be. Ooh, very good. Well, I'm thinking about it because winger-wise, we've had Wilson, Lawrence, uh, Russell, Ince. But although Ince seemed to play on the right a bit, and you know, it's Ibe, another winger. Dawkins. Dawkins, yeah. Daw- Daw- Dawkins for me. Uh, Dawkins for me when Nick he was Blackman. on it. Oh, don't. When Dawkins was on it, he was he was an absolute Very fire. Good. But it was just the fact that he didn't wasn't on it enough. So yeah, I'm going Harry Wilson, right wing, Chris. Mm. Right wing. I'm going to go Johnny Russell. Oh, yeah, because, Johnny on the uh, right. Simply because. We can rotate them two wingers, mm. but but Johnny Russell just—he was as frustrated. He was as brilliant as he was frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to put his brilliance ahead of his frustration because on his day it was a phenomenal. But he's a workhorse, absolute workhorse. He never stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was a tough one again. Thinking about it, what I go with, you know. You look at again the wingers we mentioned. Obviously, we've got Jamie Ward as well. Bamford. He, I know he played up front. He's a really striker, but he did play on the wing. But I thought he, you know, he did actually. I know he's a bit of a prick now, but he did actually play all right for us, to be honest. Um, he did. He did. Yeah, I think I, I think Ince could have gone. Could have maybe snuck in there with me for me just because of his goals. Yeah, well, I spoke about him today. Um, apparently, it's for sale at fifty grand. Yeah, that's his release clause. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, and do you know what? I would. Although, yeah, well, to be honest, I was told by someone that knows their shit that Derby did think about it. I would. I think. I think at fifty oh, grand, in League One, mate, in League One. Yeah. I just think at fifty grand is worth the risk. My issue is, to to be fair, he did work hard for the for the season that we got yeah the best out of him he did work hard and did track back I'm not sure that he could maintain his fitness levels no one would expect no I don't I don't I don't so, I agree with you there so we've left you with the uh, pleasure of the number nine 
There's only one number nine. I agree. Come on, Chrissy Martin. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Chrissy Martin. He's by far. You, know, you look at the strikers that we've had in the Wagons, the Marriotts. Um, obviously, uh, Chris Martin. I'm trying to think. Well, Darren Bent. Um, uh, Salmon. I know Dizzy. I know people might be going, "What about Dizzy?" Yeah, but Dizzy scored 25 goals in one season. Chris Martin scored 15 plus goals consistently. Even when he, you know, and and for me, he create he created chances as well. Didzy was the closest thing to Chris Martin we've had in a while. You know, yeah. when it when he was when he was proper on it. But yeah, it's, it, it Chris Martin for me that in that. You know so, what? I, I, he he still lives in my mind rent free. <laughs> okay, so so we're gonna have quickly seven subs. So goalkeeper, backup keeper, Grant. I agree. Um, I'm gonna go. Wisdom. Mm. Is wisdom in there? He's not in style 11, is he? No, he's he's style, I'd, have, yeah. I'd have wisdom yeah. on the bench because he's versatile. Yeah. Um, so you got right back there. I'd look at putting a centre back on there. <laughs> Ryan shot. No, I'm only joking. It's awful. Um, I think, I think, I, I, I think I'd put Bucko on there. Yeah. Okay. Of, I know people. What about Keo? I don't. I don't like Richard Keo. I never have done. Okay. So you're putting Bucko there, are you? Yeah. I just. I'm trying to think. I can't. Okay. You, you could say cashing, but he's only given us one year, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah. He's not proven yet. I'm going to go Craig Bryson. Yeah, he's got to be on there, definitely. Yeah. Tom Ince is going on there. For me. Five. Um, I'm going to put Jeff Hendrick in. Six. Yeah. Right, last one then. Who am I putting on? Um, I'm going to go Dizzy. Yeah, I'll just say we need a backup striker, don't we? We do need a backup striker, so I am going to go Dizzy. I was tempted to go Bent, but I thought, did he really do it for us? He scored a few important goals, but no, I'm going to I'm going to go with Dizzy just from his performance last season. So yeah, that's that's our that's our that's our team of the last ten years. Um, yep. So if you differ, guys and girls listening, uh, put a TikTok out there or a tweet and let's see what you would rather go for. Yeah, I'd definitely like to hear that. So just, just to reiterate then, we've got Carson in goal, Fozzie at left back, uh, Tamori and Davis as your centre-backs. Who do we say, right back? Bogle. Uh, Bogle. Jaden Bogle at right back. John Eustace holding midfielder. Mount and Hughes in midfield. Oh my gosh. Um, Wilson on the left. Russell on the right, Chris yeah. Martin up top. Oh, what a team! Yeah. What a team! Sound. What a that was. That was that was that was I think easier than I thought it was going to be. Right. Um. So Connor Haywood, he says, where do you think we'll be in the next five years? Hopefully, in the, <laughs> hopefully in the championship. Is what is that I. Hope. Way, is that why you think so? Oh, you, you don't look. Oh no. Yeah, I do. I do. I, do. I think. I don't. I can't see us getting to the Premier League in the next five years. Why? I just. I think it, it, because with Derby County, we we struggled to get into the Premier League. Yeah, I I actually agree with you. See, I bet you thought I was going to say Prem, and the reason why I say that is because the Championship is now unbelievably tough. Yeah, the, it's getting all, harder. Yeah, League One now, and this is all due respect to Derby as well, is dross. 
yeah. all the big boys who have sunk to the depth are now out of there. Your Leeds, your Southamptons, um, your Sunderland, your Jeff Wednesdays, all your big boys uh, are now up. That, that, that championship next year is disgusting. Uh, I would not like to uh, compete in that league this year with, with the budget that we have. I, I really think that we'll do well to come 19th, 18th. Um, so I agree with you. I think my aim would be promotion this year. I said that last year, but I'll say, I'll say promotion this year automatic. The, the league is absolutely dire. I think Portsmouth are going to be our main rivals. Um, then I think we go for... It's down to David then, isn't it? It's down to investment. It's down to... Does he look to sell the club on being back in the championship and recoup his, his money? Which, to me personally, A, I won't blame him, and B, it's a, it makes business sense. Um, and then, yeah, stabilise the four years, Simon, and then hopefully get in the playoffs by year five. I think it's going to be a case of. Yeah, like you said, this season just doing the um, getting out of this league and then just having a few years just to sort of gently rebuild, um, and then you know hope that we get some investment in because I don't think Klaus has got the money to really really invest. So yeah, championship for me. Uh, Connor also asks, how many more more signings do we expect? Well, as I said earlier on. Nat- Natalie Jackson reckons it'll be double digits. I can see us getting at least 10, as in 10 altogether, if not more. We got what was it, 16 we got last season? Well, how, how many were left? How many? Go remember, I still think two might go out, possibly three. Uh, yeah, I do know. So that would leave us with five, five or six. Yeah, I think we've got seven. Into it. Yeah, yeah. So realistically, he said. He's already said he wants a squad of 20, no more than 22. Mm. So let's just say you're left with five. You know, do the math. 17. So, and but obviously four. the academy have got to recruit again. Yeah. There's another story. So there'll be another <laughs> another load of bodies come through the door. I don't think that Paul Warren will go to the academy as a no. place of bench warming. I really don't. I he doesn't like it, does he? No, he's, he's never he's, done it. He said this. He said it. He doesn't. You know, we, when he first came, we've got too many players over thirty, too many players under twenty-three. He needs the players in the prime, and I don't blame him. You know, we the we've had the best years of our academy at the minute. I I can't see us really getting up to that standard again for a it's while now. Simon, it's not the season either, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's not the season to throw in fresh blood. No, we've we've seen. We've seen what this league brings up, you know, the football, Look, you... the football teams, bar possibly one or two have gone, mm. and the rest now are on the day can beat anybody. With... You look at you, you look at last season, and we we put together a squad of waifs and straves, <clears throat> essentially old people, old well, old men. Well, that's a bit harsh, but players in the back end of their career, um, and. We ultimately were what is it a point that that kept us out of playoffs? Yeah, that yeah. that's that's with that's with a, a squad uh, that Paul Warren wasn't his, 
and he had no budget. Yeah, he put in a couple of loans at the um, in January. That obviously, I, I don't, you know, I don't think we'll see him ever again. And I don't think, I don't think McGoldrick played the first. McGoldrick was it first ten yeah, games? Ten games, I think it was. They he didn't play, so yeah. Because if you think about it, when yeah, because when when Warren came in, we had a Sula and um, uh, Sula and Dobbin up front. Collins was yeah Collins against was, Cambridge. But Collins was yeah, his man. That's right. That's right. But Collins, Collins, I think yeah, Collins was suspended, weren't he? Because he got sent off against Port Vale. But right. Collins, Collins was was Warren's man. Um, yeah. So interesting. We'll so you go. So we we're, we're, we're going to stay between ten and ten and fifteen. Ten and 15. 10, fifteen, 10 15 maybe. Um, DCSE Bailey says if you could sign three players who have played for Derby County from 2010s who would they be bloody hell good if question you could, if you could sign three players who have played for Derby County from, what, as I take it it means sign them now that have played for us so who would that 2010 well from the from the 2010s oh okay so from okay. obviously 2010 to 2019 mm. To play in this league. To play in this league, yeah. I'm going to let you answer this one because, in fairness, during the 2010s, I was playing a lot of rugby on Saturday. So Derby, whilst I still followed them and went to a few games where I could, I didn't see a lot of them in there until I started going back fully in the 2014-15 season. Okay. So if we're bringing in 2009, 2010, 10, 11, 11, 12, etc., I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a name, Sean Barker. I was gonna suggest that that was that was the name that was on my lips was Sean Barker. He before he got that freak injury, God, he was good. Yeah, he was really good. Um, two more. Well, you you've got to, to me you go down the spine. So it's Chris Martin. Yeah, it's got to be Martin. So and then you go for a centre midfielder. So if we're going Craig Bryson for engine in this league. I think a John Eustace wouldn't be needed. No. I would go Craig Bryson. So he's there just fine. I'd go straight down the middle. Barker, Bryson, Martin. Well, that was easy enough. <laughs> would Good you question that was. Yeah, yeah. That, Great I, question. I think so. I think there may be the only one that you could debate. Well, yeah, the only one you could really debate maybe would be Davis or Barker. But it, I, I, I think Sean Barker oh. was phenomenal. Class, he was class, unbelievable. I think had he not got injured, he wouldn't have been at us for very long. He would have gone to the Premier League. Yeah, he was got injured by. He got injured by Tuggy, didn't he? Yeah, it was. It was a, against Forest, weren't Tug, it? Tuggy, but, yeah, Tuggy clashed with Bill. It was yeah, free. Yeah, they sort of just ran into each other and he just landed on his knee. Um, Craig Venus, oh, avid listener. Craig goes, "Hi, Craig. Hope you're doing well, mate." What are your thoughts on what the board's expectations are for this season? Are our aims top 10 players automatics? So the board's thought, our thoughts on the board's expectation. Well, the board wants to get promoted, don't they? If you're, if you, I keep reading like the Telegraph and whatnot, and they are saying that, you know, automatic is where we should be. I, now bearing in mind last season, you were like, we're going to win this league. Jim has pissed the league and all that. I agree. This season, we we should. We 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 can't we can't look any lower than automatics. 
someone said something to me today which was really funny. He said, League One for the first time in years looks like League One. Yeah, it does. And he's, he was right. But take take us out of the equation. Mm. And, and, I, and I say that respectfully for the other 23 clubs, but it well, does look like it, League One. If you look at the teams that from have the come... Eight, from the 80s and 90s, the, yeah. If you look at the teams that come down, Wigan, they're on a minus eight deduction anyway. Reading are going to be even worse. Reading are, Reading are a sinking ship. I would but, not be but, surprised. I would not be surprised to see Reading drop into administration. You know. Yeah, I think they. I think they're going to go into the minus twenties again. I think they are going to be the next derby. Yeah, uh, and I think it's going to be cat- could be potentially catastrophic for them. But and then Blackpool, who are a yo-yo club, really, and and, and Kastruk, um, mm. and they changed their. Have they gone back to their old manager? I don't know, mate. I'm not. I'm pretty sure they've gone back. I don't know, but they're, they're up and down like a yo-yo, and they don't know what they don't know what a good thing when they have it. And that's the problem. They lost their best manager to Villa, didn't they? He went to they went to Villa as assistant. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think I think they're right. The board the board is saying that they want automatics, and I think they're right. But with them saying that. If they're saying they want automatics, then they need to back Paul Warren and they need to give him the uh, the tools to to get. Well, he knows how to get automatic promotion. He's done it three times, whether it's first or second. He will get us out of this. He can get us out. You know, he knows how to get a team out of this league. Um, I don't think Blackpool have got manager by the way at the moment. Are they not? I think Stephen Dobby was mentioned, but I, I don't think they've got a manager. Bloody hell! Anyway, yeah, so sorry. I, I, I don't know. But that's it. That's normally normally that's where the threat is, isn't it? It's, it's teams that have come down. I mean, but you look at the teams that were in the playoffs last season um, that haven't gone up. Obviously, Barnsley. Well, their manager's going to Swansea. There you go. Then, so that that again, they they've got a habit of doing this. They get a decent manager who does all right for them, then they lose that manager. It yeah. happened with um, who was it? With Jeremy, like chasing for promote, uh, chasing for playoffs in the championship. I can't remember it was now. The manager was. Um, that's that season that Rooney got. Uh, yeah, that Cocker got. Bar- uh, Bar- came from. Was that, that was Barnsley. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. That's he, what I'm he saying. Went to Forest, didn't he? Oh, was it? He went to. I'm sure he went to Forest, didn't he? Did he didn't leave? No, he didn't. No, where did he go? Was it West Brom? Watford. Was he it went... West Brom? West Brom. West Brom. Yes, West it was. Brom. And then he got sacked. He, he went, well, his his dross football got bound out, didn't it? Yeah. Um. Right. So they've got a habit of of having good managers and then having an almost season and then. Their manager going. Um so yeah. Barnsley, Peterborough, again, we you, Peterborough, you never really know what you're gonna get with them. So, Peterborough, the trouble is with Peterborough, they always rely on going up quickly. Mm. So they can they basically then strip their squad and sell off the stars. Yeah. And then they always go down, seem to get good recruitment to get them up again. That gets stripped again, and then goes the cycle round again. Yeah, so I, I think I think Peter this year showed lots of potential. I think they'll lose a lot of players this year. Well, we've got one already, haven't we? Mm, exactly. Um, and then it was the last. Who was the last one that? I'm trying to think, who was the uh, last one in the playoffs? I know it was Peterborough, Bolton. Yeah, Bolton. I didn't think they looked that. I didn't think they looked no. like a like a, a playoff team when we played them. We 
No, I think I think Ian Everett's football like Ian is a good guy. Mm. Don't think it's nothing special. I think they just had one of those seasons that a lot of things went right for them. Yeah, so, so bearing in mind then that the season's not started yet, pre-season's not started yet, we're still building our squad. I am yeah, going automatics. That's my I'm going with you. I'm saying we're gonna win the league. Or well, we're gonna get promoted automatically, is what I'm gonna say. Top two. I will win it. I'm gonna go for a win. And I think the board's expectations are all the same. Yeah. Promotion automatic. Don't need the playoff nonsense. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we need playoffs. I'd be, disapp- I'd be disappointed if we got in the playoffs oh, I, I know sure it, I know it's a, a third option of getting up, but I would class that as a as well. Yeah, it's, a look of, it's, a, it's a look of the draw, isn't it? Let's be honest. You know, yeah, I, uh, I just I just don't see how that will happen this year. I just don't. Then DCSC underscore AO says, uh, who do you think you're, who's going to be the top six in League One? That is a that is a barnstorming question. That is what a question that is. Wow. Okay. Um, Chris is getting the t- you're getting the table the uh, the league table for next season. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a look. Okay. Well, at the moment, Barnsley are top with Blackpool. Yeah. Um. So top six: <clears throat> Derby, Portsmouth. You've got a soft spot for Portsmouth, I swear. I, I just think I just think they were very good. I thought they 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 were unbeaten in the last ten. I think they got. I think I think we all should have draws. Them. We yeah, should have beaten them. They looked hard to beat, and when when you can play in that manner, where it's difficult to break them down and beat, you've always got. A yeah, but Chris, that first half we didn't find it difficult to break them down. We destroyed them. We just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Well, they they. they they went in at half time and figured us out quite quickly. And then I thought mm. the second half they were the better team. So I'm going to go Derby, Portsmouth to go up. So you're going then... Derby, Derby, Portsmouth top two then. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Right, and so any order then the the the, the third to six. Well, who who your top two would be first? Then we go to Again, I'd I'd go Derby, and I'd I think I'd I'm torn. I'm torn between Portsmouth and Peterborough. I am torn. I, I between it could be either one of the two. Port, I I just think, like you said, Peterborough they they were close last season. They'll they'll go again this 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 season. I just think they'll be. I think they're going to be our main rivals. Their recruitment's the key because they'll sell Hot Harris. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll sell um a couple of their stars, but they always seem to have. Fantastic recruitment, you know. Fair play to Barry Shriner's team; that they, they do some decent work. So, playoffs. I'm going to go Bolton. I'm going to go Charlton. I'm going to go Peterborough, and I'm going to go for an outsider. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Oxford. Again, again. Right. Okay. When I look at the rest, I look at. I don't think any of the three that have come down will get anywhere near the top six. I just don't. And then I look at the teams that have come up: Leighton, Northampton, and Carlisle. Hmm. I don't see them doing anything. So, who do you say for the playoffs? Then? So, right, okay. I think 
I'm going to chuck my outsider in straight away. I just think Lincoln might do something this season. I don't know why. I just felt they finished last season. They they finished on on a pretty decent run. I think they lost. I think they lost twice in the last nine or ten games. If there was, it wasn't for the fact they had a naughty player, they could have done. Even yeah, exactly. So I I think they might think. You know what? We finished eleventh, but we had a decent season. Let's build on it. I think you're right with Charlton. I'd agree. Um, I'm gonna have to. Well, okay, I'll, I'll stick Port. I, I'm gonna go Portsmouth as well. The last one, then. Hmm. Decisions, decisions, decisions. I think. Hmm. I think. I think someone like Shrewsbury as well might possibly challenge. I can't see... I know Wickham are in there, but I can't... I didn't see anything special from them, especially after after the last Gareth Ainsworth. I didn't see anything special in them. I didn't even fear them catching us. I think yeah. it's going to be a really, really ridiculous-looking league next season. I don't... Like I say, last season, you, you, we, could, we, we could have pretty much called the top six. Yeah. yeah. We could, we could have called it... I think, you, I think the top eight even was obvious with 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 Wickham. Uh, yeah, well, you had. I think Plymouth may have been a little bit of a surprise to some people, but I think after ten games, you could see that they were serious. Um, but this season, I, I think, it's so difficult to call because you look at Plymouth the season before. Plymouth finished what three points outside the top six, so they went right. Let's build on it, and they did. Um, but yeah, other than that, you 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 always thought, yep, yeah, Chef Wednesday going to be there, no doubt. Barnsley will probably be there. Ipswich had got to be there, so you know, and 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 Bolton, Bolton maybe a little bit surprised to some people. I don't think it was. They've been building for the last couple of seasons. They they finished ninth the season before, so I just think it's going to be a total mismatch this season. And I, I agree with you. I do not think any one of the teams that have come down from the championship are going to be near the top eight. I just don't think... I think the way they are, the state of the clubs are in, I just think they're just going to... I don't think they're going to end by the mid-table or relegation fodder. Wigan definitely going to be relegation fodder, potentially Redden as well. So, yeah, good question. Right, next question then is DCFC slash zone. Should we bring Waggon back? He's been released, hasn't he, from Coventry? Yeah, it was a Huddersfield alone, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, no, I... He was a frustrating player, was Waggon, for me. He did a job, but uh, no, not for me. He's 33 now, so again, it, it's like getting rid of Disney and replacing him with, with the poor man's Disney, you know. I think I think Waggon's got to be realistic of, of his expectations of his next move. I, I don't see him getting a championship club. I just don't. As much as in his head he thinks he can. I can't mm. see Huddersfield giving him a contract, but who knows? Yeah. I could see him. I could see him popping up at somewhere like Burton or Port Vale, simply because his um, wife is the. Head, I'm sure she's the director of of uh, marketing Derby. I'm sure she is, or she's she's got some influence on the board of. of Ain't of, his missus a personal trainer of some sort? I don't know. I thought I thought that she was 
I can't remember. I'm, I'm sure she's a very high up in, in marketing. And she's, she? got, and she's got some... I, I could be completely wrong, and I might have been drunk out of my head that night when I heard it, but I'm sure she is. I think... Because he's still... His lad plays in the academy at Derby still, doesn't he? Yeah. And um, I know he lives local still. I, think I could just see him looking at logistics and thinking, right, if I stay in the area where I love, and he's clearly, you know, the only other option is he goes back up to the northeast. But who's he going to get? He's now, he's missed his chance to play for his boyhood club. Mm. Um, he had the opportunity, he didn't go, did he? Who he too? Stayed, but he stayed with Sunderland. Sunderland. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Sunderland. Yeah. Um. So I, I just think he, he, I just think he'll look in the peripherals of the Midlands or, or Yorkshire. If he get if he gets a, a championship move, then spot on, you know, one of the promoted teams might give him a, a shout. But come on, Simon, uh, uh, you know, Dinty was an exception, and let's be honest, it was in a it was in a lower league. Mm. Um, I can't think of many strikers who are of that age. And he let's be honest, he's been pro- prolific ever since he left us, or even when he was with us. No, so, yeah. no, his answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I think. Done with now. Uh, Connor Hayward again says, "What past player would you like back at Derby?" We've done that, haven't we? Really? Or is that... okay, what past player? That could be from any era. Yeah. Um. Wow. So many. I don't know. I. I don't... I, I'd, I'd have, I've got two in my head. There's loads of. You could look at that whole Premier League team that we had and go, yeah, one chop, have him, Arano, yep, have him, Stimak, I'd have him. You know, you could look, go all through that. Storage. St- Stur- uh, there you go, Dean Storage. I'd love to have Dean Storage. Dean Storage was class. His pace was frightening. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd have three. Go on then. Dean Saunders. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, you're old as shit, so you... <laughs> Mark Wright. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. England player. Who's he going for? Who's his third one he's just put on? Can I have four? Go on, then. Dean Yates. Oh, yeah, of course, you love Yatesy. I love Yatesy. Most underrated player Derby ever had. Mm. That that guy got so overlooked because of Stevak. Mm. But Yatesy was incredible. Um, Pete Shilton. See, do you know the thing is with Shilton? I well, never I really saw the best of him. He was amazing, ridiculous. For his like, age, most, most, Derby. Oh. most of the stuff I saw of him was him getting goal score passing and thinking, How's he not say that? Why was he so highly rated? But then, like, that was when I first saw videos of him. And then, obviously, if, uh, going back through the archives, you go, Crikey me. Oh. He, he, yeah, we did have him in his best, but even so, wow. He was more, he, I think he was he was more in his prime. At, was he more in his prime at Forest? Would you say? Yeah, definitely. He probably mm. he probably his prime at Southampton. Um, yeah, but that that question, if that goes out to the to the world, that's going to have twenty five thousand different answers. Yeah, it's true. Because yeah. you know, I could turn around and go, Paul Goddard was was phenomenal. I could go back to my childhood hero, a guy called Steve Buckley. Mm. who played at left-back, who was still the best left-back I've ever seen. He played an absolutely shite team yeah, on yeah. a shite pitch, but brilliant. I could go back to um, 
Charlie George. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember watching him play. But I could also come forward to your team, and yeah, Iranio and Bayano, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's so many. Well, there's a lot of with Derby County, as is with a lot of teams, Simon. There's a lot of players that you don't mention, and all of a sudden you don't realize how good they were, what they did, mm-hmm. until you see that team play. Gary Rowett was a phenomenal oh, player. I'm glad you said that. Gary Rowett is like hated by loads of dog fans because they don't oh. like reading into the truth or seeing the truth yeah. and of how he left. But he was he was unreal. Robin was, Van Delan that year. Yeah. It was. He was immense as well. But like you say, oh. you go back, you look at the teams that, you know, won the Europe you know, won the league and stuff like that, with the likes of Alan Hinton and all that sort of stuff. Alan Hinton, if he played today, he'd still he'd fit in a team today. Gladys. The way he played, he, he was literally, you know, get the ball he could that ball, he could cross the ball like no one else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a really the question will be answered depending on your age. Because mm. I could turn around and go, Bruce Rioch. I remember watching him play. Yeah. But, but my my heyday watching was at the baseball ground in in the eighties mm. when we weren't very good for the first three or four years. But yeah, I still yeah. had my I still had my heroes. Phil Giannis there was phenomenal again. You've got to look at uh, there's a there's a couple of players that always get underrated. Sean Flynn, Sean Flynn was so underrated. Uh, what what a player he was a catalyst for that promotion season. Yeah, yeah. he did so much work. Daryl Powell, just see, I the, the thing about Daryl Powell is my dad used to hate him. He used to, he used to, oh, Daryl Powell again, oh, and then he had, he, he just used to proper berate him. He, he, he was, he was always his scapegoat. Powell's fault, Daryl Powell's fault. Chris Powell, what a yeah. left back he was. Yeah, you, you could, I used to, there's, there's so many players that that get missed, and Seth Johnson. You know what? Everybody what forgets a, Seth Johnson. Right? It's sad because he was, he was quality. There, there's so, there's so many. We, you could. There, you could. Every team in the country would have the same debate over and over again, depending on um, your age and your generation. Good question, but yeah. So you've had one. I've chose four. <laughs> um. Right. Um. Okay. So, Liam. Uh. Uh, Liam underscore underscore Liam twenty three says, if Derby is one of the best teams next season, which other team will be competing with us the most? You've what we've already sort of answered that. You've said Portsmouth, I've said Peterborough. Yeah, yeah, Portsmouth or Peterborough. Finn, now this is a great question. So we'll, we'll touch on this. So Finn dot one two two DCSE, he says, how big of a loss are Bielik and Knight? Now obviously they've not been sold yet. Bielik potentially could be going Birmingham. Knight looks to be going to Bristol City. They're just. I think they've rejected at 1.5 million, haven't they? Derby looking for 2 million. I tell you what, some of the reaction on Facebook to that has been immense, you know. 2 million, is that all he's worth? Look at the reality. Look at the facts. Look at where he is. He's a Look, League One player with one, one year player. Left on his, with one year left on his contract. He's a midfielder that doesn't score many, doesn't assist many. He runs round. Yeah. Someone, someone put it out, actually. Go, why would you pay, yeah, but why would you pay more than 2 million pounds for a, for a marathon runner? Yeah, uh, and also, and also, versatile isn't valuable. No, it's not. It, it's someone you can go. I ain't got right back. Can you play there for us? Yeah, right. I, I, I agree. I we had this discussion, and I said to you, 
I'd snap the hand off if we got a combo of five million for the two. But I think we'll get I think we'll get three million. I just wonder whether there is they're looking for player player in return players coming this way or some form of of of, of deal of, yeah. of, of, of coming back because I think Warren may look at both squads and think, well hang on a minute. I think I think Warren's looking and going I like Knight because he's he's my type of player. He is. In fairness, the fitness-wise, he is a worn player, but he just doesn't offer anything else apart from being fit and having an engine. And I, that's... I, I like Jason Knight as a guy, but I would personally sell him out to cash in. I, I think we all thought he was going to progress a lot better than he did, and I just think with the, the way things have gone at the club since he's been here, there's, well, no, there's been no stability. Well, didn't, didn't we, um, his year extension, didn't we yeah, we it's an automatic thing. We yeah. we 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 after I think appearances or something like that. I mean, he yeah. got man of the match for Ireland the other night. Yeah, but you could have had man of the match against Gibraltar. Oh, was that with the? I didn't even realize they were playing. I... Was it Gibraltar? I don't know. I don't I'm know, sure. It, I'm sure it was. I might again. I might be completely wrong. <laughs> but you know, this is it. But I think with Knight. I, I, I like him as as a guy. Yes, he does give me energy. He's, that's the kind of player I like. He's a player that that is going to run his knackers off and work hard. But you can only do that for so long. Gibraltar, I was right. He was right. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Um, you can only uh, running around like an endless chicken. You look. At, you know, the comparison is Craig Bryson. He's a box to box midfielder. He'll, he'll defend and he'll get forward. Bryson scored for you though. Bryson get got your goals. Night. Just you said to me, obviously you've seen him warm up, you've seen him in training and stuff like that. You said he is our best finisher. He is. In training. Yeah. But he can't do it on the pitch. No, because I don't think he's played in a way to do that. Here's a question for you then. Jason Knight's got one year left of his contract. We we put that in his con his contract. Mm. Um he isn't gonna stay. Unless oh, no. we get, unless you got promotion, yeah. he's going to stay, and we we think we'll get it. But even so, you're not guaranteed. If if people are saying that Jason Knight's worth five million in the current climate, what would a fit Craig Bryson be worth? Oh well, yeah, exactly. That's it, isn't it? The 2013-14 Bryson. Hmm. If they're saying Jason Knight is worth five, you're telling me that Bryson's ten. He isn't. No. Bryson in this current climate would be a really good five million all day long. Mm. I think Knight at two million is a good deal. Take it. As for Bielik, for a million quid, I'm amazed Birmingham have got it for a start. Um, there was, you know, I don't know where they're borrowing that from. Mm. We 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 haven't seen Bielik pretty much for for a year, have we? No. So, I, I I don't think you know he's. Obviously, the question is how much of a loss are they? Bielik, for me, isn't going to be a massive loss. We've had, the, you know, we've had the last two seasons really without him. Well, nine million for Bielik is the is the is the answer. What? Oh, well, we paid ten for him, didn't we? We paid ten, yeah. So making a the massive loss. The, be, the yeah. best thing about that was we paid ten over five over the length of his contract, so we could try and uh, get money back on him. They obviously. 
granted, I think maybe he would he, he potentially not injured, then yeah. But I don't think we're ever going to get the 10 million back. If we were so, if no one is paying 10 million pounds for Bielik in the championship. Let's be honest. Even a Premier League club would probably, if it's the, if we were still in the championship and he'd not got injured and he performed the way he was, a Premier League club may have gone, I'll tell you what, we'll give you eight million for him. Because, yes, he, he does do things, uh, you know, but you look at the clubs that are in for him, Birmingham and Lech Poznan. So, that's, you know, granted, he's had he's had injuries, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to Poland, to be honest. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I think, or he might go join Jozwiak in the MLS. You know, the 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 the, the good the good friends, you know, and it might be a case of oh, it's great up here. I'm still playing for Poland. The football's great here. The atmosphere's great. Crowds are great. You know, it's a totally different atmosphere. There's probably a lot less pressure on them, and then go out and enjoy the football. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a huge loss. And night. Will he be a loss? I don't think I don't think he will be. I think you look at the midfield, if you let's say Bird stays, you can have a midfield of a potentially Bird Smith and Horahan. Or you he's going to be looking at bringing a midfielder in. If Knight goes, no doubt we'll look at bringing a midfielder in. I think this transfer window is going to throw up a lot of surprises, a lot of like, bloody hell, how have we got him? I, I generally think that. Um I just think at the minute we're getting the like you say we're getting the freebies and that's that's they're the they're the easy ones. Do you want to come play for Derby? Yeah, sand. Right, this is what we're going to offer you. You want it? Yeah, cool, sand. In you get. Do you want to play for Derby? No. All right, fuck off then. Simple as. Get the freebies in. Players are obviously gradually starting to come back from holiday now, so it's all about talking to agents and all that sort of crap now and trying to get fees with other clubs. So. Yeah, uh, I, I don't... Sell them both, not much of a loss. Thank you very yeah. much for your services. That's my opinion. People say we're talking absolute nonsense around Jason Knight, but look, stats, look at the stats, look at, you know, he filled in at right back phenomenally for, for that time, but reality is he's had a good tenure. If we, if we get three million for him, look at the progression he's done for the club. It, yeah. it's, it's good Cost money. Was, so well, we're, actually, we brought him, didn't we? Mm. We signed from the, the, the team in Ireland. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, but so he's not good, good return. Three million quid yeah. here on his contract. Good return, take it. Next one is Tyler. Then he says, You go into the Wigan game and do you think we'll win? Uh, we, yeah, so Wigan, the fixtures come out. Wigan, first game of the season. I guess I'm fuming, mate. Obviously, got my season ticket, got the family season ticket, all sorted, all you know, direct debit, all sorted this year. Thank, thank goodness, excuse me. Where am I? Devon, camping, tenting in Devon, first game of the season. That is a major balls up. Yeah, I'm not being funny, but you can't blame your, your lovely other half for that. She you know the it. season. Yeah, but you 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 could have turned around and gone. Yeah, but on, it, love. I know. I, I was literally going. Are you sure we can't go the week after? No, it's, we're going this week. Everyone else is going this week. Oh. So I was literally praying that the first game was going to be away, but no, it's it's of course it's home. You, you see, when I used to work at the club, mm. my wife at the time used to take the kids out on holiday. Uh, first game, if we're at home, yeah, yeah, and she used to fly out with them, and I used to follow. I used to fly out after. 
Wow. Commitment, mate. That is commitment, that is. Did that, See, did, what did that, every, every, every game that we did at home, hmm. first game of the season, uh, and I was with her, well, my kids, I'd have been with her, four, I was with her 15 years, and my oldest is nearly 14, so for 14 most seasons. Most of life, then. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you Sunday, love. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, my dad, we, my dad always used to book, when we used to go on holiday, it was always the first two weeks in August, so he'd always missed the first, one of the is always guaranteed to miss one game, at least, um, and the, obviously the <clears throat> you know cup game potentially as well. So, yeah, I've had an absolute shocker there. But do I think we'll win? Yeah, why not? Home game in it, you know. We look, we like a. I think it's our it's our fourth home game that we start the season on the trot now. Something daft, isn't it? It's crazy. So yeah, I, I think we'll win that one. I, I do. Start off as we mean to go on. Uh, and then dcfc.jai says, do you think we're going back up next season? Yeah, of course we are. We're going up, aren't we, Chris? Yeah. I'm blowing the same trumpet as you this year. We are going up. We've got to go up. I'm going to, I'm going to, obviously going to regret it come March like you did this year. <laughs> we're double barrel doors this year, mate. We're double, yeah. da- we're double barreling at doors. Bring it yeah. on when when we when we have the pleasure of catching up with that again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we can, I will tell we can both go in there. Yeah, you can even if questions. even if we're sat ninth in the league, I'm saying yeah, we'll turn it around. We're going up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Kai says, "What's been your most memorable game supporting Derby?" That is, oh, that is a, such a tough question. That is one that sprang to memory though straight away. Is Derby County three Sheffield Wednesday three? Malcolm Christie. Was it a hat trick? No, I think he got two, but he scored over the last minute. Oh, what a game that was. Three was it three nil down? That was in the Premier League, wasn't it? It wasn't the Premier League, yeah. Three I think it was three nil down. Three one. Barely get the other one. Uh Strupa. Strupa, What a player. Now that that there's another player. I yeah. forgot about Branco. What a player. Was. I think, was it, was it, <laughs> no, you can't. Was it was it I'm sure. I think it was someone like Jonathan Hunt got one. Branko Strupar and Christie potentially. Another another game as well, another memorable one was the uh, two all against Man United where Christie got denied a hat trick. That was never offside. No. I was fuming. I was, I proper lost me rag then. I was absolutely best thing was because we were behind in that game as well, weren't there? And a streaker came on the pitch and literally ran the length of the pitch, did a swing, he swung on the crossbar, I had bollocks and everything in my face because of where I was sat, and then we went and turned it around, and Christy got a goal that was perfect, and it was disallowed, and yeah. Yeah, so there's been so many memorable games, man. Another draw, the 4-4 against Ipswich, there's got to be a win in here somewhere, Simon, come on, think, the Brighton game, there you go, the the 4-1 at the playoffs. There's loads of memorable games. Forest 5-0, obviously. Chris, what's your mem- most memorable game? Um, I'm going to go for Knox County at the baseball ground where Trevor Christie scored a the most dubious penalty. Was that the one from the free kick? Was it the one the ref called a handball yeah, from the free it, kick? It's, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was. It, but I remember that. I remember that night because Harvey <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, I, mean, I think we had about eleven or twelve thousand there. 
Was that to stay up that one that win? No, that was to get promoted. To get promoted, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was getting promoted. I think it was called third. I think we came third that year. Yeah. Um yeah. before the playoffs. And then the other one I remember. Um actually as a fan, remember as a fan was Derby three, Chef Wednesday three in the FA Cup when my younger brother got crowd surfed down to the front when Gabby Adini scored um the second. Yeah. And he came back to me about ten minutes later with no shoes. Or <laughs> I can't remember. It was it was very very funny. Um, oh, and probably for me, the the last game at the baseball ground against Arsenal. Um, Lose two 0 uh, Yeah, I, I'm against Rashford, ten against yeah. ten men, yeah. and I I was the, officially the last person out of the ground. Oh. Uh, fan, I tied myself to the the railing. I'm not going. Yeah, I, I was really, I was really pathetic. To be fair, I watched that like, the um, the showcase cinema that game. Yeah, it was, it was very emotional. Obviously, um, you got the the promotion winning game against Crystal Palace. I was there for that face painting and everything. Yeah, yeah. Working wise on on the mic, I would probably go with you with with with, with Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember announcing the goals, and I was just. Crying my eyes out, I couldn't believe it. That I really thought that that was that was the uh, start of something incredible, and how wrong we were. But yeah, to that, quote, to that quote was... a former BBC Radio Derby host, Craig Ramage, that he was right. Something special was happening that season, and that that whole, as you said there, that whole game, I think, emphasised that so much. Like you know, the goals and. Just the whole game, it was just you felt that you did, you did, you honestly felt this is it. We're going up, we're coming back to the Premier League this season. I did, I, I felt untouchable. I felt Derby were untouchable in, in in that. I thought that's it. We're going. It, even when we played QPR at Wembley, they did not look a threat at all. Even before they went down to ten men, they looked shocking. I I said, "Here's a good question for you." And this this is, I'll put this out to the fans. Who would win out of a team? Or who would win out of two teams as follows? The 2013-14 team of Steve McLaren or George Burley's playoff team who missed out on promotion because of Wolves? McLaren. I just think that that team... That team played... I know you're shaking your head, but... Burley's team was incredible. Oh, the Burley team. Sorry, I'm thinking the Davis team. Sorry, George Burley's team was incredible. That, the the Raziak and Idiakes and all that. Yeah, oh, there's a couple Smith. of names we never we've not mentioned. Yeah. Bloody hell, Tommy Smith, Tom Morgan Smith, yeah. Crikey, mate. Yeah, I remember. I was, I was literally in tears watching Raziak cry. It was it was hor- it was horrible. That was that was he was injured, wasn't he? For the yeah. playoffs, and so was Idiakes. Mm. And it was just, it was quite, it was quite the year after though when we played Southampton. They had Idiakes and Raziak playing for him. Idiakes missed that penalty. He missed that on purpose, sure. He, he put, he's never missed a penalty for Derby. And then he gets one against us and goes, right, I'm banging this straight into the South Stand. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, wow. That was great going back down memory lane there. But yeah, I'd love to hear other people's uh, memories of, 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 of Derby County. Um, this is a good question. Archie.dcfc says, who do you want Derby to replace Knight with? Oh, gosh. 
any midfielder really. This is a tough one, isn't it? It's... <laughs> I would like someone to come in who can can just majestically play football. Yeah, he doesn't have, he doesn't have to have a a box to box engine. No, just just allow him to dictate the game with with intricate passes and mm. and just a range of passing that would just destroy teams without having to be that engine that Jason Art is. I I take I'll give you a name of a player, but it won't happen. Herbie Kane from Barnsley. I I thought he was Joe when they battered us, he was pivotal in that. And he was horrible as well. He he could play football, but he could put a tackle in. I think he'd be a great replacement for Knight, personally. Is it Joe Powell at Burton? Joe Powell. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite, Is it Joe he, Powell? I'm, I'm sure it's Joe Powell. Um, yeah, it, it's a really good question because I just have a feeling that people... I'll I tell you what I really like, Simon, and we haven't had this for a while at Derby. Um, I would love him to pick someone from abroad yeah. who no one has heard of, like a Ron Villains. Yeah, who yeah, came in from Grasshoppers of Zurich or a or a Biscard from somewhere in Denmark. Just mm. just picked out from from obscurity, uh, the Hungarian second division <laughs> or somewhere ridiculous, and just just beast it. And you know that that to me is good recruitment and scouting, the mm. knowledge and the ability to to go into the Baltic countries and the Scandinavian countries and. Just leagues that aren't really recognised because they're not on telly. But you know, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't see our scouting network doing that though. I just, I, I agree with you. I think it needs to be done. It's something that should have been done a long time ago, um, and it just, it just hasn't. We've, we've, we mentioned it so many times on podcast how our recruitment has been so shit. We've just gone, right? Who stood out on, my, on on the championship? Who stood out on match of the day? That was that was our recruitment process. Sit sit watching TV Saturday night. Pick a player. Oh, Nick Blackman's on form. You mentioned that. tonight. Let let's let's get him here. Let's play him. Who's been playing up front for Reading, banging in goals. We'll bring him here. We'll play him on the wing. The the the, the trouble is with League One is that I think if we were in the Championship for a consistent amount of years, which we were, yeah, we could pretty much come up with a list of, of replacements. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you're looking at a League One replacement and what's out there, all teams have individual players, which on the day were, were fantastic. I don't think there's anyone with the calibre of what we need in League One. I just I just don't to replace him. I just think he'll come up with someone random yeah, that, yeah. that no one would have heard of. And I just think he'll... Well, you know, I'd even... I, don't be surprised if you, you see someone come back. Don't be surprised. You just don't know, do you, nowadays? No, or, or a Rotherham player. Yeah, yeah. He might go for Millie, which which worries me a little bit. Um, but yeah. It it does, but would he have brought in a head of recruitment just to go, right, get him from Rotherham, get him from Rotherham, get him from Rotherham? I can't see it. If he'd not had the head of recruitment... I think it would have been. I, for me, I think I think we would have seen quite a few ex ex players. You know, we've seen a couple come through the door, but yeah, but I, I don't know. So it's, it's like I say, it's a tough one. Here's a good question: What strikers do you think we need? 
This is from dcfc.archie. Pace. Definitely, I think we need pace. And another, uh, okay, I'll, there's a couple actually. Derby, TID, do you think we'll get a striker in this window? I uh, think we'll get more than one. I think we'll get, I think we'll get two. Uh, I think Collins will yeah. stay, obviously. And then, um, Jay, and then, and then Jaden says, sorry. Then, yeah, Jaden Feathers underscore DCC says, um, who do you want to sign up front? So we'll cover the we'll cover the striker situation. We need strikers. We've got one. We've got Collins. That's it. Um, I just think, in fact, Will Brent, Will, Will Breen says, how do you think James Collins will do? Now I know you're a fan of him. I am. Um, do you just think he needs the right strike partner? Needs the right service, Simon. Uh, well, yeah, there is that. There's and, obviously, and, you know, how many? Let's be honest. How many? How many crosses? Landed on his forehead, not last season. One or two, maybe. You know, you, you you're asking you're asking for a yeah. You know, this this you're asking for someone to play a type of game mm. on the you know he is out and out a fox in the box. He needs he's six foot. He's sixteen stone. He's a beast of a player. He needs the ball on his forehead. <laughs> you're sounding like AJ then. <laughs> I'm 18 stone. <laughs> I'm heavy. <laughs> That's a well, boxing well, reference. I, I, get he's gonna, I did. He's gonna. He'll, he'll go for that pace award. He'll, he'll bring in two people. Yeah. So I'm going to mention the uh, elephant in the room. Johnson Clark Harris can't afford him. Right. So <laughs> the the people that have been sort of put named or clubs that are the only club I've found that have been potentially linked with him are Bristol Rovers. So obviously, you know, it was, he came from Bristol Rovers. Why wouldn't we be able to afford him? How much do you think he's going to be? Because I just think he's got one year left on his deal and he is up for sale. Is a championship club going to take a, a punt on him? Not yes. at the minute. Well, I, potentially, at the minute, it doesn't seem like they are. But how much do you reckon it's going to cost to bring him to to, to bring him away from? Um... The thing, the thing is with Clark Harris, the teams that have gone up mm. are fairly are, are going to recruit. Yeah, and I mean, he, they, he came. For, he, he, I think he's played for Ipswich before, hasn't he? Yeah, they they know him quite well, and they've mm. seen him. Regular this season, and I yeah. just wonder whether someone like Plymouth will will have a punt at him. Whether he's prepared to travel all the way down to the south coast is is another question. Right. That's where that's where Plymouth will always struggle to recruit. Hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a tough it, it it's a tough ask for somebody who's so used to uh, regions to go down to somewhere. Plymouth is a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's out and out. It's quite a random place. It's there's. It, it's not as if you're going to be commuting the Midlands or Yorkshire or well, he did used to play. He, he did used to play for Rotherham. Did he? He did. Yeah. Mm. Sport. I, I I don't see it personally. I think that Warren will go for pace and power. Yeah, but Clark Harris has got pace and power. Yeah, but I mean pace, and I mean power. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I don't know. Uh, I'm just talking. I, I, in my head, I've got, I've got someone like a, 
is it Crooks who went to Pura uh, from Rotherham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like him that Ward absolutely adored, didn't he? Yeah. He was just an. It was just a very different. We couldn't handle him when he played against us. No. Here's a name then. Jack Marriott. What Fleetwood's golden I'm, child? I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He, he he loves this league. Jack Marriott does. I love Jack Marriott when he was when he was oh, a good yeah. boy. God, God, that's it. a true problem. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he came to Derby, didn't he? And he felt well made it now, hasn't he? And... Well, Lampard said it, didn't he? Yeah. Lampard said his attitude was just sucks. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do think I would. I'd bugger it. I'd take him back. I would, but I definitely, I definitely get try and get Clark Harris. I, I really would. Yeah, you might be right. You might I, be right. I think. But I, I just think that I get it. It's going to be a tough one, and it will cost. But I, I think, I think you're looking at maybe the region of three, three million, maybe. That's maybe a lot. It's a yeah. lot of money for a League One player. It uh, is it's just to stay in League One. That'd pro- I wonder if that'd be a transfer record for a League One to League One club. Maybe, but I, 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 it might not even be that. The end of the day, Peterborough don't want him. They've put him up for sale. You could probably yeah. offer you could you could offer two million for him, and well, they, they go they... And, and they go no, and then it could come to the end of the transfer window, and we we'll go the offer's still on the table. Well, no one posh, else is coming for him. Posh for the same every year, don't they? Barry Fry sells three players, balances the books. Gets the season covered for the for the year ahead, and then recruits phenomenal. So I, I just think that he'll bring in two. You said it earlier in the show, Simon. I just think he'll bring in surprises. I think he'll bring in two strikers that we haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Um... Right. Here's a great question from um, JD DCSD. Players who you think need to go. <laughs> so not who we think is going to go, but who we think need to go. Sibley. Sibley definitely needs a change. He's got to get a change. It's not worked. For whatever reason, managers just don't seem to play him in his right in, in, in the 10 position. I'm gutted because I, 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 I'm a massive fan of Louis Sibley. When he's on when he's on form, when we see that player that was playing in the COVID season, you know the, the hat trick against Millwall, that goal. When we see that Sibley, that's a Sibley that I want playing for us. And if he's just not got it consistently in him for some reason, I'd go Knight Sibley. Who's left? Bird. Um, I think you need to move personally. Whether he'll go, I don't know. I just think that Bird is ready now for a better, well, yeah. a better standard. I think that Bird could play very, very well in the top six of the championship. Thompson, he needs to go. <laughs> yeah, he said needs. Um, Thompson ain't going to yeah. make it here. I'm telling um, you now. There's an argument for Barkhausen. There's yeah. an argument for Horihan. Right. Let's let's just quickly touch on the Horihan. What do you make of the Horihan situation? So Horihan says, as it stands, I'm a Derby player, but I've started coaching uh, Aston Villa Academy. I think that's I don't like it. I, I, I understand that I've seen players coach academies at the club they're playing for, but to coach at a different club than what you're playing for, regardless of it being an academy, 
to obviously further progress your career once you've retired from football, it it doesn't make sense to me. The the, the bulkiest thing about this Simon is you have to wear Aston Villa kit when he's doing it. Mm. And I find that I find that really strange. But no doubt it happens all over the place. It's yeah, probably it, it's probably quite common and we just don't get to hear about it in Derby because it's never happened you know, to us. Yeah. Um Sean Barker coaches the Burton Albion and was on Rams TV for years, wasn't he? I know it's a different thing, but ultimately it's I presume he wants to do his badges locally and he yeah, can't do them at Derby because he'd be away from his family, wouldn't he? If he if he trained all day at Derby and then yeah, coach the academy after, he'd be away from his family. I think it makes sense for him to do it. So I haven't got an issue with it. I just have an issue whether he actually... Is he 100% committed? Well, Because we need 100% commitment from these players this season if we want to get more automatics. Ultimately, the question was who needs to go? Yeah, and you've got to ask yourself of all the players that are left that we've just gone through him Sibley yes Knight yes Bird there's an argument for his, for his own benefit that he goes does here we go does Cashin need to go there's a good question because personally you he's... know I I said I'd sell him if someone came in with silly money I'd yeah. sell him I think you said that you'd keep him I think Ed said he'd keep him define someone... silly money six mil Five. No, 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 no one's coming in for five, six mil for him. Why? Because he's a League One player. Mm. They don't. League One players don't get sold for that much. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I just, I just think that next season, the cash. This, this, this is a big year for cashing. This, this would be. I personally think not, not necessarily his make or break season. But I think he needs to show some consistency. He yeah. needs to show some improvement. He's got a mistake in him. Yeah, he's got to cut that. Let, let's point. Oh, every player's got a mistake in him. Every centre back's got a mistake in him. Davis has got a mistake in him. They've all got him, but Cashin has got consistent mistakes in him. That's that's the issue. Great player, great defender. It's just he needs to, I think, look at his mindset or look at look at the decision making. That's that's what he needs to improve on. Yeah, he can't. He- the one thing he can't use next year is the excuse of it's his first season. And Ed, Ed used that and, and went to that every time we discussed Eric Cashin. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think he's now he's a veteran of 50-odd games. So, look, there's an argument for all of them. There's an argument for, for Mendes Lang. You know, he, was, he came in in a patchwork team. He was one player that I thought Fizzled quite, quite obviously. I thought he was a a potent force yeah. for the start of the season, and then towards the end, he looked very, very tired. Um, yeah. So you've got to ask yourself: he's got to be in his early, he's in his early thirties now, isn't he? Yeah. And he's going to play international football with Guatemala. Mm. So there's an argument. Barkas is the same. I love though. I. I, I... I just felt it. I think with Mendes Lang, I think because of it, like I say, because of his age, he can only give you 60 minutes. And you could see at the end of the season, he was struggling to give you 60 minutes. I just, I, that's the question that Paul Warren's going to ask himself, isn't it? Can he get another 10 minutes out of him with his body and the age is out? Well, that's, that's, well, that's one reason he signed Joe Ward, though, let's be honest. Yeah. 
is a right is a is a right winger. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Um, it's interesting. But, he's got. It's, it's interesting. He's got his back four mm. in quite quickly, hasn't he? You know, yeah. your two fullbacks, another centre half, and another goalie. Mm. I think that says everything about. But Joe, I mean, Joe Ward's a, a right wing. He looked like he, is he? He's, he's more of a right, right a wing. Back, wing is he a wing back? Yeah. So you've got to look at it and you go, but now you look at it and go, right, so we've got Joe Ward on the right. Let's say he gives you 60 minutes, 70 minutes. You've then got Mendes Lang coming off the bench to run at tired defenders. That's where I think Mendes Lang will be kept. Yeah. I think, I think if you keep him, he's, a, he's number 12, 13 or 14. That's just my opinion. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a conversation that would that would be had. Look, you gave me everything last season, and you and you melted, and you'll know that. He'll know that personally. So, you know, this season I'm going to look to use you and rest you more, and have you as more of the as an impact sub, running at defenders when they're tired because he can change a game. Mendes Lang with his pace can change a game. My issue with Mendes Lang is his distribution. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes though, it's brilliant, but uh, it comes, yeah. comes back down to what we said about James Collins. Yeah, Mendes Lang could, could cross the ball. We wouldn't be talking about League One. No, I agree. I agree. So again, there's the argument. Uh, okay, next question. So DCFC.Central says, if you had, if you, if you could have anyone join Derby, Derby under fifteen million, who would it be? Bloody hell, under fifteen million pounds. Um, some striker from the championship they'll be under 15 million surely <laughs> is, there, is there a criteria are we it's not so he's just literally put a player that's under 15 million that, that's current yeah that's current as you can I tell would... by <laughs> that's 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 a really interesting question actually because I don't think you need to spend anywhere near that no, the type of player that you, could, you could buy about three or four players for that, I think. The lad I'm thinking of is the lad, um, the cruncher at Plymouth. The what? Was it Mumba? Mumba, yeah, yeah. Class player he is. Oh, wow. The little the little guy, isn't he? He's just, yeah, class player. Absolutely unbelievable. He changed the game, didn't he? He just completely oh. put it on his head. Uh, you don't need to spend 50. It's a good question. It's, it's it's what where you're going to put them. What what's most important to your team, mm. or is it just a, a fancy football question? If it's a fancy football question, well, Will Hughes. Yeah, Hughesy, Hughesy, you'd love him. You'd love him, but wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I would. I think yeah. I think you'd get him from the fifteen million, and I think that he's still got two really good years left in him, and he's playing the best football in his career at the moment. Mm. Um, Harley. Says, which other signs do you want to see? Pacific players. Oh my gosh. Well, I've mentioned Clark Harris. And then I'm going to actually, there's, um, and then Lewis Wilson says, how many more signings and which positions? So if we look at which positions that we need, well, we, I still think we need two strikers at a minimum. Yep. So again, I'd have, I'd have Johnson, Johnson Clark Harris as one of them. The other one, oh. I'm trying to think of. It was that big. There was that big unit that come on for um, Burton Albion. He weren't that good, but imagine just he. He just seemed to cause his defence because he was massive. They're recruiting well. They got stock, 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 stock,
Colstock. Um, oh, Col- they got Colstock then yeah. from Barnsley. No, from Morecambe. From Morecambe, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm I, not even. I'm not even going to mention Alfie May. I know he's someone that's been linked with us, but uh, I just move on, move on. <laughs> I couldn't believe that another podcast were even raving about him. I couldn't believe that. That one one of the lads on there was saying he got to sign Alfie May. Ridiculous. Why? Yeah, he's, he's twenty nine. And he's, he's thirty this year. Yeah, sorry, not for me. I, I just think that he'll sign a player pretty much in every position, Sam. Yeah. If if let's just say fifteen come through the door. Yeah, yeah. Or let's even say twelve come through the door, thirteen come through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a keeper in, you've got a right back in, right wing back, you've got a left wing back in, you've got a centre half in. There's an argument that you could bring in another centre half, yep. which more than likely is going to happen. I think the looting guy will, will be coming. Yeah. Then there's your question about cashing. Hmm. Then you, you bring the argument comes back in again. If you yeah, bring yeah. in the guy from Luton and or was it one of two? Was it either Curtis or Sonny? Hmm. And then the midfield you look at you want to create a midfielder. Yeah, you yeah. want to hold you want a, a a bastard, pardon my French. And then you want a uh, a tricky midfielder, and then you got the argument for wingers and and strikers. So I think he'll bring in one for every position. Simon, I think he's going to be a he's going to be a kid in the sweet shop, isn't he? Yeah. Let Let's just go back to Alfie May one second. So he's like I said, he's thirty. He turns thirty next month. He's had the last two seasons. He's got so twenty one, twenty two. He scored twenty three and forty six. Twenty two, twenty three. So twenty one, twenty two. 23 games in 46. And then last season, he scored 20 goals in 39. Now, obviously, you know, that's a score. But there's a difference playing um, in front of 4,000 people at Cheltenham than there is playing at 30,000 fans at Pratt Park. It's a really good point, Simon. And the other thing I'll say to you is, I'd love to watch all those goals. Mm. Let's see how many are individual brilliance. And yeah, how many yeah. of them were long ball, uh, second phase tapping? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously, he knows how to score in this league. But let's remember James Collins. Let's look at his record for Luton in League One. Similar, comes to Derby, nowhere near that. Nick Blackman. Yeah, um, yeah. I was I was trying to compare it. Yeah, yeah, but, I, yeah it's the but, same thing. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. I'm saying is, is it. He may have scored all those goals, but I always say to people, how are those goals brought? Mm. You know, some people might have 21 goals in a season and scored four penalties. Yeah, yeah. What, what I'm saying is that if you you look at Christy Martin when he scored his goals, yeah, yeah. the guy could take free kicks. He was phenomenal in the air. He could beat a player on the turn. Yeah. He was just an out-and-out striker. He could do everything. Um yeah. I would love to see Alfie May's goal resume before yeah. but, and the reason, any money. And the reason I bring this up is is because last season, or before like, before we signed James Collins um, last season, I was proper like, why don't we go for James Collins? He'll rip it up in this league. He'll tear it up in this league. You know, he's done it before with Luton, and he hasn't. So it's a great point. And this is my point on Alfie May. He's He may have ripped it up for 4,000 fans at Cheltenham, just like Collins did, it's similar to Luton playing in front of four or five thousand fans. But it's come to Derby under twenty eight, thirty thousand fans, 
there's a there's a it's a different cauldron of pressure yeah to do it yeah, yeah. And granted granted may scored against derby when we at their place scored late on in the 78th minute or something daft like that yeah you know, we, and we've still won three two but he didn't score at prior park no the the, the... I would imagine there's a flip coin argument that saying well, there, there is there is there is arguments for and against service, yeah. but, but ultimately no not for me no I, I just I don't I get it I understand that he gets a lot of goals um, but I just don't I just don't think it's it, is it is, has he got an attitude problem so I don't really I don't know if he did. He have a I can't remember if he had a fallout with the manager or something like that. I'm, I'm not I know, sure. But... I know Carl Stockton did. Yeah, yeah. He had a fallout with Roderick Morecambe, mm. hence why he got the league. Because he wanted to leave last year, didn't he? When he was full yeah. of it. Um, yeah, the, I, I think there's arguments for and against, but I just, I just think, okay, say say we get Alfie Mayen, thirty years age, thirty years of age, he goes to the Championship, a league. He's, has he played in it before? Don't think he has. I know he played for Doncaster, but I'm trying to think, was that in the uh, season that they were in the championship? Um, so I just think, no, he's not played in the championship before. So are we going to spend, are we going to get him in, get him on a two-year deal maybe, you know, and he, he, he scores loads of goals this season, he's great, and the next season we've got him and he's shit because he can't handle the championship. Thing Which... is about Paul. Thing is about Paul Warren is he doesn't take balls lightly. The no. guy that refused to play because he was coming to the end of his contract, wasn't he? He didn't want to get injured. Mm. Um, and he and he stand him out, didn't he? Yeah. So it's so he's not going to take attitude. He's, he's said many a time on interviews. Sometimes it's not about the football; it's about the personality. Well, he it's said this, football. didn't he? In his in his most recent interview that he had. It, you know, and he mentioned, you know, we've had lots of interest from players wanting to come and join us, but it's it's not always about the player, it's it, it, and their talent. It's about, as you said, their attitude. Yeah, it is. And just quickly on that before we move on, is that I had the pleasure of, of going to the Derby County Ladies under the sixteen trials mm. this week and last week, and watching over sixty girls went for the first trial. And then they cut it down to, I think it was about 48, which 36 turned up for a second. And I was absolutely not staggered one bit when they had 12 coaches there. Mm. Derby County had 12 coaches all having input on yeah. selecting a squad of 18 potentially mm-hmm. out of 36. How, how everyone's going to have a different opinion on a player. Definitely. You know, and I, and I heard some names who I was familiar with because um, I'd seen them play against us or played for us at Derby. Mm. And, and you know, it comes back down to the first thing. I would I would love to sit down, wouldn't you, in a in a discussion with the recruitment office and Paul Warren. Yeah. Now, does he does he ultimately give the recruitment people the list? Do they give him the list? Does they does he go in there and say, I want six foot two, 15 stone, 100 metres, under 12 seconds? Don't care if his first push is bad. I can coach that into him. Yeah. Or do you well, look for someone who's got the complete game but needs bulking up fitness wise? Well, that's it, isn't it? it? 
I think if if you've got someone who's got the complete game but needs better fitness, I think he'd say, well, actually, if he's going to work on his fitness and wants to get his fitness right, then yeah, I'll take that. Um, yeah. So yeah, good question that is. Um, William says, where do you honestly think we'll finish the season? We both said top two. You said top. top. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis was not having signs. Just done that one. Done the well-being one. Uh, and the last one then, last question is from DCFC.jar again. Opinions on David McGoldrick leaving Derby? Good. Fair play to him. I would have done exactly the same. Yeah, I think I think I think he made the decision at the right time. He's gone, I've got two options here. I either stay another season at Derby and then look at maybe going to Notts County next season or while I still definitely know I've got some life left in me I go back to my boil club now. Bang on. That that for me, he had to make that decision. You know, I think he loved his time at Derby. I think, you know, we gave him. He, he let's be honest. He thought he was going to have to retire this at the start of this season because no one wanted him. His phone wasn't ringing. Obviously, Rossini rings him up. Yeah, I'm going to play for you. And in doing so, he's now had his options open. You know, there was there was even rumours that there was Championship clubs looking at him again as well, but. You know, he was quite, you know, I've, I mean, I've seen loads of Notts Forest fans are going, oh, you, your best player chose chose Notts County over you. That's how shit you are and all this. No, he he chose Notts County because he's got about a year, maybe two years left in his career that he feels. And he wants to give one of that back to his boy club, you know, the team that gave him a football career to begin with. There's, there's certain players who will always do that at a certain level. You know, I, we had this discussion at, at work and and I said that look if I was at I don't know Bristol City for example and I think Paul Warren mentioned Bristol City as well and then Derby County came in for me and they offered me a, a two year deal All right, it's less money but this is Vader's money and I, I was going back to play for my hometown there's always a danger of losing your status and your, you know, your, but I think for Disney that's not going to happen because he's going to go to a lower league where even at 36 he's going to absolutely storm it. Oh, yeah. He's going to get 40 goals over two years and it, he'll, he will always be remembered at every club he's been to, to be fair. I don't think yeah. he's ever had a bad move. No, I so, think. No, it's no issues personally. Thank you, Diddy. You were phenomenal. You know, yeah, good luck, mate. You, you know, you he did everything he could to to get us promoted. He did his job. You know, bagged what is it, twenty five plus goals. You know, he did he did everything he could. You know, so he's gone back to his boy club to try and get them into League One. I I I have no doubt in my mind that had Notts County stayed down, it'd be a Derby player this season. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I just think that you know. He's just he's just one of them players. Let's be honest, he's one of the only players that hasn't got an agent. He's his own agent. Like I said, like I said to you, uh, Simon, in the pod, I think if we get to the professional of the championship for the next two or three years, I think you'll see Will Hughes come back. Yeah. I really do. Mm. I yeah. you know, I think I think he's the kind of player that you could still get squeezed two years out. He's not a box to box player. Oh well, well he is, but but he's you could, you could. It's more of a technical player. Yeah, he's a yeah. technical player, and he? he's that player that you want on the ball 
as you perfect, absolutely spot on analysis there. Barry Bannon, that's that's the Barry, player in it. Barry Bannon ripped up the league. I always say to people, Mod, um, Modric at Real Madrid, mm. he actually doesn't do a lot, but what he does is, is ridiculously good because yeah. it's simple. And yeah, Barry, exactly. Barry, Barry Bannon doesn't do tricks and and flicks and what have you, he just knows how to run a game. Yeah, by positional sense, mm. his brain is always one yard ahead of everybody. Yeah, and I just think Will Hughes could absolutely do that mm. in his in his early thirties if he did come back. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good shout. Uh, I, I, you you could be right, Chris. You never know, because where you know you look at now, I don't know how long he's got left in his deal at Palace. I mean, how old is he now? This must be twenty nine or something. Now. Late, he's late twenties. Yeah, because he was nine. Was he, was he nineteen when he was with us? Well, it was, it was 17 when he made his debut at Peterborough, wasn't it? Yeah. And the clock, which was 2012, 11, 11, 12, mm. There we go. He's 28. There we go. So yeah. that issue. Yeah, he's 28. So he's 29 in April next year. Um. So, yeah. Uh, still, still... You, you, could, you could put that TikTok poll. How many people would have Will Hughes back? Mm. 32 years old to play a holding midfield role all day long I would yeah yeah so he's got he's got one year left on his contract at um, Crystal Palace now if we get promoted watch this space you never know that would be imagine that yeah stuff that I come back to Derby and what 30, well 30 now does it need the money I don't think he will do I think I think I think maybe he probably Maybe have another couple of years at Palace, and then, as you say, yeah, it's potential that he could if we are in the championship. So yeah, I'll come back to Derby. I'll finish my career here, or, or, or you know, give him, give him everything I can, because they start. gave me the start. So exactly, exactly. You know, so wow. So we have covered a, a heck of a lot tonight. <laughs> That's thank you for you guys on TikTok um, for all your questions. It's as I said, it came about. I I, I can't even literally. Um, what was I doing? When did it? So, oh my, wow. So, this started off over, who got, who did, who did we have at Derby? That, oh, that, do you know the Ruben Rodriguez? Yeah. So, obviously, this all started because I put a video of Ruben Rodriguez and, and his little highlights and whatnot. And he's, he's obviously gone to Oxford, which is fair enough, you know. Were we interested? Might have been, again, it was just a rumour. Um, you know, I've been, I've heard. So, I can't, who was it? Who told me. I can't remember. It was who told me now, but they they told me that we we didn't offer him enough money. Which, okay, fair enough. So that might be a reason, but we don't know. But yeah, literally this started. So I I replied to someone in the video of that, and then more questions followed, and more questions followed, and I just got to the point of saying, you know what? Why am I answering on TikTok? We're going to do a podcast about it. So, yeah, everyone that's given me questions, thank you for that. Me and Chris love doing that. We love, these, look, we love these sort of shows because it makes it easiest for us and we're talking about what you want to hear about. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, so I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Those that you have listened and those who have had your questions read out. I've I've definitely enjoyed the show. It's been, it's been a great chat, Chris. Um, we've obviously talked about old stuff, memories. We've talked about new stuff. Um potential signings the thing is with that with the show Simon is that two or three four or five Derby fans could be at work uh, on a break or in a car or 
just in the pub. And you could basically have listened to this show, wrote down the questions, and have the same discussion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a great show. It's a good shout, and there's some very, there's some very sensible fans out there who who know the stuff, and it's great. Definitely, I agree. I agree. So yeah, that's the show. Then we are all done. We've covered everything. We've covered all the signings. Um, hopefully, we get a few more. <laughs> when does preseason start? Is it next week? End of next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. They're normally coming like a Thursday or something, don't they? To do all like the little medical checks, and it really gets started on the Friday, or or they're coming on the Friday, then it starts to follow Monday. Something they'll, daft like they'll, that. They'll, next week we'll be prepping the gym, getting the pitches ready, getting. I tell you what, mate, they've been doing the pitches. Gee whiz, I drive past Moor Farm every day to come back when I come home from work. Gosh, the manure it fucking reeks. I tell you what, they. Well, I was there. I said I was there this week. They, yeah. they do need to start uh, repairing some of their wooden uh, stairs. Though. Some of yeah. them have been there from, from day one and they need... I can, I can just imagine one of our new signings of... Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some ropey parts of, of Moor Farm, I promise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's an amazing place. It looked, it looked phenomenal. The pictures look great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd love to know how much they actually play football in the. They've got about a sand pitch, haven't they? Mm. The big, big sand pit. Because we were saying jokingly, we were walking back out of it. So we write <laughs> something in the sand, but obviously security was watching us again. That's so, for those um, that get that, that. That's for those players that get you know are missing the golf course and want to do a bit of a bunker point, <laughs> bunker, bunker shot. <laughs> is it to do with? I'm pretty sure it's to do with strengthening ankles, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it, they do best running, don't they, or something? But yeah, yeah, no good show, mate. Look forward to doing another one soon. Sam, mate. Yeah. So anyway, Chris, thanks for your your input, guys. Thanks for your your, your comments and your questions that you've sent us. Thanks for listening. Remember to like and subscribe. You can follow me on Facebook, on Facebook page, the Ramsrite Podcast, uh, Instagram. I don't really use because it's not. It, yeah, the algorithms and shit are just poor on there for promoting the podcast so tiktok's where i'm at now so you can follow me at the rams writer podcast on tiktok uh follow chris on twitter at dcsc underscore cmh and remember when the video when the uh, podcast comes out remember to like and share it tell your friends about it you know uh but yeah we should be back soon we'll be back next thursday possibly with darren robinson um if those who listen to Radio Derby you know who Darren is. Those who listen to the show before you'll know who Darren is because he's been on it absolutely brilliant. The knowledge of that man is unreal. We're probably we're going to have to talk about transfers with him. Of... Yeah, we're going to discuss the process, wasn't we? Yes. Start to finish. Yeah, because I think obviously this is the time now and we can discuss the players that have come in the, and then obviously he's going to have better knowledge of potential players and that, that are going to be good for Derby with obviously what he does with iScout and stuff like that. So that's hopefully going to be a good show next Thursday. So yeah, until then then guys, we shall see you next time. And as always, come on Derby.